Welcome to Chats Over Wine, where the chats are flowing and the wine is on point. Your hosts are Belle, Kat and Mel. Welcome to today's episode. Welcome. Welcome. So, ladies, where do you think we should start today? Bella. Yeah, so I don't have much that's been going on in my little world. So, I decided that I'm going to read out an am I the asshole question and we'll let them know if they're an asshole or not. Do we like the sound Sounds of good. That? Alrighty. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Let's start. Alrighty. Am I the asshole for embarrassing a plus-size passenger on a flight? I, 19 female, just got off a flight from Las Vegas to New York. My assigned seat was, yes. Is this you're an asshole? Because I'd like to know when you went to Las Vegas and New York and didn't no, tell it's, me. No, it's not yours. It's oh, someone okay. else's. Just double-checking. Okay. <laughs> My assigned seat was a middle seat and... The people next to me were plus size. I wouldn't have had any problem with this in any other situation, but plane seats are terribly small and neither of my neighbours were able to fit comfortably into their seats. On either side of me, my seat neighbours' shoulders were on top of mine and their thigh was on top of mine as well. It was pretty long flight and was kind of uncomfortable so about an hour and a half through i walked up to the flight attendant and explained the situation as privately and gently as i could and i asked if there were any other seats available she managed to find a seat a few rows behind mine that i could sit in getting my bag and moving was pretty awkward but the rest of the flight was fine after i got off though the woman i was previously sitting next to was waiting for me she essentially told me that i embarrassed her and the other man that and that traveling while plus sized is hard enough without people quote people treating fatness like a contagious disease she also said that I made it a public demonstration to everyone that plus-sized passengers are an inconvenience and open the door for fat phobia on flights. I really didn't mean for it to come across that way, but I can understand how it did, and everyone on the flight saw me move, so now I'm wondering whether I should have stuck it out. It wasn't like I was being suffocated or anything. Am I the asshole? Not at all. I'm sorry, but I think she did that very politely and she didn't mention anything to the people sitting next to her. She got up out of her own accord, gave them the space to sit comfortably in the seats, being that they are a plus size. She's not an asshole. I don't think she's an asshole. I, I'm, I actually seem to think that that the arsehole of this whole situation is the big lady. I'm, I'm sorry. But at the end of the day, they take up a lot of room. I have, we, this isn't the first time that we've discussed this on, on this podcast. And um, I, no, it's not. I'm small in stature, like height, but I'm also small. And we're, we're all small and probably not as short as I am, but um, um, we're not. Um, I'm, I'm about there. <laughs> But, I'm and, not. I'm like five four, pushing five five. You are not. You're five three. I'm five four. I'm oh, 165 no. centimeters. I'm five. Bella's four. taller than me, and I'm five three. Well, pushing I'm five, five. I'm five two. 
Okay. Anyway, this is what we got to say is I'm short here. And and we're all petite women. So it, it is uncomfortable. And you know what? Let's be honest here. It would be uncomfortable for the plus size people as well to squeeze into those small little seats. Like if anything, mm. without sounding weird, they would have been able to push up then the seat rest and be able to spread out a little bit and more. stretch out a bit yeah i know yep. bella's looking at me with that look of what but it's no i agree i reckon yeah. they should have booked out that middle seat yeah and yeah mm. i know as a passenger even though i am small but as soon as i notice that no one's sitting next to me i'm like ah oh, room stretch out and i'm a tiny girl i can't imagine what it'd be like being plus size trying to squeeze into that little armrest that I barely fit in to try and squeeze into that and then have someone move just to give them the space to move around Mm. like I'd be like fuck yeah yeah space yeah And, and I think the as I said when I started the conversation I really think the person that really had the issue here was the larger lady and yeah. And, and I don't want, I'm not fat shaming. She she's, yeah. she's obviously self-conscious yes. and she's taking it the wrong way when re- in reality the lady that got up was not actually at fault at all. She did it politely. She did it respectfully. Yes, people saw the her, but it could. she could have been moving for any <coughs> reason, not just because they were Large. a bigger person. Mm-hmm. Like she could have been sick. She could have not feel well. She could have been feeling dizzy. Like there could have been a whole multitude of options of why she moved and that lady just took it the wrong yeah, way yeah she just assumed assumed and you know what assume mm. is and um, that's when you make an ass out of you and me yep. you and me mm. yes so yes so really a take-home note from this is just don't assume yeah i'll stop worrying about what other people fucking do just just do you stick in some headphones just just do you, music, go for it <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. Bella, lo- oh, Bella loves it. So how when I she- say that? Just do you boo? <laughs> Anyways, how was your week, Mel? It was good, actually. I don't think anything really ex- exciting happened. Oh, I do have something exciting, actually. Um, it was Darren's birthday. And um, we got him a record player with... Oh, shit. Did I say happy birthday to him? Uh-huh. It was last week. It's when... okay. I forgot. Fuck. No, I, I think didn't you did. It present. was last week. Bella's lame. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I've been so non-existent on the Facebook realm, like not paying attention to anything. I'll just like completely skip so many people's birthdays. It's not funny. Yeah. I've skipped birthdays. I've skipped. I, I skip a lot of things. Oh, actually, I am probably. I will have to say, I am probably a bit of an asshole. Why? I, <laughs> I'm sorry. We're just watching You're only that. Just no, I'm, that. I'm purely an asshole. But this is like I'm even more of an asshole. So I. One of my friends. So mum's pulling out. Am I an asshole? Yeah, no, it, it really. I actually am. So she's been married twice and she's been obviously divorced twice and she's getting married again <laughs> so i i made i did make Fair i did enough. make a comment of oh is this <laughs> something along the lines of oh is this for real this time <laughs> hmm. 
Oopsies. <laughs> she. Yeah, she, that could have been an asshole she, move. She said saying. something, and I've got OMG. That's an I've got OMG for the last. <laughs> and it was kind of banner and <laughs> love you long time. <laughs> was this on social media? Yeah, no, this was no, this was in oh, this is okay. in in group messenger chat. I was about so. to say, could other people see? Oh <laughs> God, no, I'm not that much of an asshole. But then, and then she texts me a couple of days. I probably am. And then she texts me a couple of days later and says, hey, do you want to um, do a run up um, Macrobat Hill? And I'm like, Jesus, I actually better start running. <laughs> I thought you were going to say she then texted you later and said that you're not invited. It wouldn't be the first. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to. We'll have to. That's we'll sad. have to do another episode where Mel was fired as a bridesmaid. That will need to be an episode. Oh, yeah. yes. Yes, yeah. we do. Yeah. Next week. Yeah, next Definitely. week. And oh, so anyway, so I bought him a record player and we got um, some vinyls. There are so many cool vinyls out there. Very cool, like um, clear ones, uh, red, white and blue ones, not just these plain black ones the way they used to be. And there's some of them are really, they can if you get secondhand ones, they can be worth a lot of money. Like, it's very cool. If you find the mint condition yes. ones, yes, they can be worth a lot of money. This is so. This is a whole new yeah, world for good. me that it's so good listening to music on, on vinyl. Fair enough. No, it is. It is. There's a crackle and everything. It's like, ooh, it's good. Anyway. Yeah, it has that little yes. crackle at the start before it plays the music. And even at the yes. end and you're like, yes, I, I do. yes. But other than that, I have been reading a book also. Well, it's not not reading. It's an audio book that I listen to, to and from. And it's called Did You Hear About Kitty Carr? It's actually a Reese Witherspoon book club recommendation. And um, I really like it because it takes you into the um, into America but into their – the deep south around um, the 1940s, 50s, 60s, and how it was very, very much that segregation between the black and the white. And then how um, New York was, a, not New York, sorry, LA was a bit different um, from that, but still segregation was still there, just not as um, uh, it's not prominent, prominent, prominent. Yeah, as what it is in the south so it's kind of it takes you through um a, through a lady's a woman's eyes today as well as um one back there so um but it, it's it's really got me intrigued I'm excited like excited like as in it's I've nearly finished it but yeah, I really recommend it. So we will definitely put that in the show notes, actually, because it's a really good book. I don't want to give too much away other than I recommend people go read it. So, Kat or Belle? I did want to add to how my day went today. Yeah. I was on the bus and I was talking to um, a guy on the bus and um, he was telling me about how some lady cooked her husband lemon cookies and put sleeping pill over the top as like icing sugar and he died from it. Yeah. In and Australia. then yeah, and then yeah. he was telling me about how he was like to his partner, Oh, wouldn't he have tasted the difference? Like, wouldn't there have been like a bitter taste? 
was probably drunk. Not unless you mixed it with yeah. ice and sugar. And then, and then he was telling me about how in Australia, some woman ran over her husband and the mistress, and I was like, well, he should have foreseen that happening. That Marathon. was in Brisbane. <laughs> oh. That was actually in Brisbane. And, and okay, okay, so the one about the ice and sugar, right, it, it was a domestic, yeah, it was a domestic violence situation. Oh. He made her tattoo his name on her body 18 times oh my god yeah I'm, I'm excessive yeah the and then fuck? then he invited a young woman to the house to be there too he made her tattoo his name on her body five times so the thing is it yes she was in a domestic violence situation um and that type of thing i think the reason why they're actually going for murder on this case is purely because when she realised she killed him, she wrapped up his body in a blanket ah! and and then put him in the freezer, <laughs> in the chest freezer. So I, I feel that they're thinking this is – it definitely it would, would fit. fit, but uh-huh. I think it's because it was premeditated yep. and she didn't call. Yeah. Like as yeah, in there she's... was no real remorse yeah. there. If she called and it was in with self-defense, then it would have been yeah, a little bit different. Yeah, 100%. The fact that she took the time to wrap yeah. him up and stick him in a freezer, like shove him in there. I could just I can just picture it's like, Kevin, and, and the, uh, her big mistake was it was a small town, so they're going to notice him missing. <laughs> different if she did it in suburbia. There was actually... <laughs> There was a good one up here um, a while back. I think it was like a few years back ago. Um, I was looking at a house when we were looking for like buying a property at a stage. So this is quite a few years back. And there was this house that I really liked. I was like, I showed it to my hub and he's like, yeah, I ain't buying that house. I was like, what? He's like, no way in hell am I going near that house. I was like, why? He's like, oh, that was the house where the uh, guy chopped up his wife and stuck it in a barrel with acid i'm like say what now (laughs) apparently he walked in on her cheating in their home and he lost it like just saw red and just went spastic he got charged for murder and everything like that but yeah put her in a barrel like one of those freaking massive barrels that you would see like the oil drum kind of barrels and just shoved her in there with like acid and all that sort of stuff to try and decompose it. Yeah. I think it's the best way to say it. <laughs> but yeah. You think? Got busted, all that. And I'm like, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm going to stay away from that house. <laughs> it's a really, really nice house too. And I'm like, fuck, really? Why? <laughs> Why destroy that house? But yeah. Apparently I still that's what reckon happened. the guy and the mistress, the mistress oh, who got hit by the car should have foreseen sh- that coming. Yeah, so it, she only just found out that he was cheating. She literally only found out. And then somehow she found out where they were and she saw them and she <coughs> and I actually saw the footage. It was actually on TV the other day. Oh. She just cleaned them up in the car. Like, Are they dead? No, they're both alive because then they took her to court. Um. So she didn't get... Um, she got a really lenient sentence. I bet. Yeah, but it was. I don't. I don't agree with the sentence, but I'm guessing we're not there. So I'm guessing she had a mental snap. Probably. It would have been 
it would have been in a menial um, sentence due to the state of mind that she was at the current situation. It so would they would have, have looked like, to see if the reasonable person would with her and have just, done the same thing. Yeah. yeah, the reasonable person test. Yeah, and you know yeah. what? We probably we would have probably done the same thing in a little bit more. And but I was actually just devastated I for the car because too. I think the car was like an Audi or a BMW. And I'm a little bit like, <laughs> oh, really? Could you not got something else a little bit different? Like, <laughs> why wreck the car over that? Yeah, I don't want to think of what. I don't want to think of what I would do considering mm, the car I have. True. I've hit a kangaroo and no. I lost. It just gets knocked out and just goes under. Yeah, it's um. So, but this is one of those. Uh, depending yeah, on the size, one kangaroo. It was an SUV type of car, not not a little sedan that hit them. So. It would have been a city. Oh no, SUV, not a four B. That's why I said SVU. I didn't say four B four. SVU. SVU, like it's SUV. SUV, not SUV. 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 <laughs> oh, shit. Long day. So can. <laughs> I thought I was tired. I got to keep getting up several times at night time because Ruby wants to go out. Anyway, Kat, tell us about. Yeah, Ruby wants because it... she sleeps in the house. So she gets me up at night time when she wants to go out to do a business. This could be solved. Get a doggy dog. Thank you. I'm not yeah, sold. true. Because then Bonnie comes in through the docking door. <laughs> I thought we did last time, and it turns out we didn't. <laughs> so anyway, Kat, over to you. Well, <laughs> my uh, weekend has been a little bit of an emotion- emotional roller coaster. So <sighs> to put a bit of backstory on it, hubby drops the kids off in the morning. Uh, he works very long hours, sometimes doesn't get home until like after the kids are in bed and whatnot. So I'm the one that is dealing with all the tantrums and the attitude and the sassiness and everything else like that, which is standard for our kids. But at the moment at school, we're having this issue where there is a special needs kid in the classroom of my son's prep classroom and he reacts in such a way where they have to evacuate the class for the safety of the other children. Yeah, it, it gets pretty bad to the point of throwing chairs, throwing bottles, whatever he gets his hands on, um, and he will throw it. But because he gets away with it, my son is starting to think that that is acceptable behaviour and doing the same sort of thing. And... It's just such a nerve-wracking and anxiety-ridden sort of situation because I know my son is not like that. He's the sweetest kid, very clicked on, very, very like gentle and kind and not the one like he does. He does not show any of this behaviour at home, like none whatsoever. But every time there's an incident with this kid, there ends up being an incident later on with my son and it's just getting quite frustrating because he is only five and trying to explain to a five-year-old that this kid doesn't see the world the way that we would see him and that the actions that he takes is not the actions that he, uh, my son should take because it's not right. But 
the kid that does it doesn't understand that it's not right where my son does and it's just quite upsetting because it's been happening quite regularly lately and I'm coming to school and having to speak to the teacher or anything on that on top of having to handle the after outburst of that whole day at the end of the day to the point like yes yesterday I had to physically hold my son in his chair to strap him his seatbelt in before I could leave the school grounds and then drove down the road a bit and he'd unclipped his belt and sat in the middle because of this little tantrum that he was having from this whole day and it's just it's taking quite a bit of an emotional toll on myself so I'm at this situation as as much as we are trying to express to him that this is not the way to react, it is very hard to explain it to a five-year-old when there's another kid that does get away with it. And I'm not I'm not trying to be nasty to their his parents because I understand this situation and it must be hard raising a kid with special needs, but it's affecting my child's education and it's it's getting quite frustrating. And you see the parents looking at you while your child's reacting that way and the judgment and the criticism that comes out of their eyes is just unbelievable. And I'm dealing with this on my own pretty much because my husband works so long hours and he comes home later and then tries to deal with it. And it's just so hard. So that's my week at the moment. If anyone has any options of what I can do, it would be greatly appreciated. We've literally tried reward charts. We've tried timeouts we've tried have taking off things that he loves all that sort of stuff yeah it's it's just it's um pretty at my end game he had a good day today though which is good sorry i just i just sneezed have you thought or um not thought so have you spoken to the teacher or actually wrote a email to the principal because it's you would not we haven't gotten we haven't gotten to the principal yet, but we kept trying to express to the teacher, like, this is not the behaviour that is happening at home. Like, it can't be a trigger from home when he's only doing it at school and it's always after an incident from that kid. And we're trying to express to him it's probably best to try, like, separate. the. Um, mm. And it's just, yeah, it's just, um, I'm at a... I'm at a standstill and it's, yeah, it's a bit heartbreaking to see my son do that, like hear my son be talk about like that and what he's doing to the point of actually hitting other people and throwing chairs as well. And I'm just, I just don't see it because it's not what happens at home. Like he's such a gentle kid. Everyone who's looked after him have always said he's, they're the easiest kids to look after with him and his sister. Like it, it, I just don't see it. So I would probably that's, say that's you're not my, the only parent actually having this issue. Yay. No. Because they're, I hope they're... not, but I'm looking like the only parent that in that class that are having to have the class evacuated because he is starting to do the same sort are of you... shit. So are you saying the special needs class is in the same class as your son? So the special needs child... Is in the same class as person. That's what I'm saying. And so now your son son. is starting to throw chairs and things like that in class as well. Yes. Oh. 
because he's picked it up from the other child and yeah. has seen that the other what child is, the is not getting any psychiatrist said. Wow, they need one. They yeah, one. They, they would actually have some kind of guidance counsellor or some um, psychiatrist. Not really a guidance counsellor. I don't think they're a psychiatrist either. It's a, like a behavioural room that they go to with a teacher. I would but be. I don't think they have well, those. They should be because of like they have they have a special needs kid that a special needs child that goes there at that school. They should actually. The school, not the two. They they should, but the two teachers that he's got are actually wonderful teachers, and he's built such a good relationship with them. And they can see what's going on, like to the point of, they'll come up and tell me, yes, this incident happened because of that kid. They're not supposed to, but we already knew what was happening, and admin and the principal and everyone else are trying to deny that it's happening and they're like putting the blame onto us as parents as if the triggers are happening because of something that we're doing and it's it's heartbreaking like being told that you in a lameless term like you're the shittest parents ever uh, it's it's not what you want to hear. A, is there a possibility for so, yeah. your kid to be moved into another prep class or is the whole prep together? There is possibility, but I, tr I want to try and avoid that because he's already built the relationship with those teachers and he's quite happy with them. Yeah, you can't it's mean, just that one child. Coming just to the end one of term child two. And that's it. It's term two, yeah. you probably better off doing it actually yeah. getting changed out of that class and you know what it, it builds resilience and <clears throat> and they're able to cope with change and things like that kids are a lot more nimble than what we think yeah so that would be the conversation i'm i would be having yeah sometimes it's best to take them we want to see how this week yeah we want to see how this week pans out but if it does continue then that's the that's the way that we will probably be looking. And if all else fails and he's still seeing it and still copying the behaviour, uh, then it'd be yeah. last resort mm -hmm. moving schools completely, which I don't particularly want to do, but, yeah. So, well, that's good. Yeah, that, you got that's something to look good. forward to. Yeah. 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 I don't really know how you would be able week. to explain that to a child either. It's a bit mm. hard for someone to grasp that concept. <laughs> it's pretty much, it's, yeah, it is It is quite difficult. And that's why I would actually get a, special, a, a specialist involved. Yeah, because even mm. my partner, he was like, I don't <clears> understand why, why our work experience kid only works till 12 o'clock and he can't work anymore. And I was just like, well, kids, that... Special, special needs, needs children don't see things that we, we don't yeah and I, they, they don't understand they got a different norm than yeah, us they, they don't comprehend the way that we comprehend mm. it's different they got they, they got a different norm and i think the thing is is a lot of people don't explain that to other children and they just think that oh this kid's getting away with doing this but it's no mm. unfortunately he doesn't see the world as you see it he sees it differently and I think that's something that... Yeah, and in some points, 
they don't understand between what right and wrong and what we see and visibly think is right and wrong might not be what they think and it it's and and I do think that's been going through all these talks education <laughs> system is lacking like oh, in my high school it, that I went to they had a separate room and um I wouldn't say a separate room but a place where kids with special needs could go if like they needed extra help or they were disruptive in class and there was teachers there that were equipped with dealing with it and I think it's really something that they have to look into we have that special room at the school that he goes to no, they have a no, no, there's a difference, the there's a difference between a behavioural no room and a special to... needs room. Yeah, yeah. where they specialise in teaching <clears throat> as... these kids. Yeah. So they, they but, but the thing is, call is... a behavioural room. So that it's, I don't it's think two they completely have different things. That means the school's the, getting the confused between like what that. special... what, And I don't like to call them special needs. I like to call them no. supported. Yeah. Um, it's just so much nicer. And... Um, and that they need to have more of a supported room for them than um, a behaviour room. A behaviour room is, is a child that has behavioural issues of some sort that's preventing them from being able to learn. So a supported child or supported yeah. person, that it's they've just got a different norm than what we do. They, yes, it's, it's two completely different things. And unfortunately, I think this is where the school that your kid's going to is getting it wrong. Yeah, absolutely. Because he doesn't have behavioural problems unfortunately oh, really it's every school where's the, in um, this supported, area. Um, where's the supported sc- school the supportive s- system no this no, like, yeah yeah where's the su- yeah. Do, do you not have a um supported school within um your region well it can't be yeah. one of them if they can't be one of them, them if there's yeah, no they more. can't call themselves that if they're not equipped to deal yeah. with it but that—that's what I'm saying. Like that, all of all of the schools that are supported are very similar to that, if not worse. There, there's not much of a support group when it comes to this sort of stuff, and it's it's quite, it's frustrating as a parent, especially when you have to speak to the teachers every day because they're copying behaviours of the kids that do actually require the assistance to help learn um, because they can't. Yeah, like they can't gather in like, that information the is, in, in the way the that every other child that I went would. To, this, like these rooms, had different seating, had different equipment to help these kids learn because mm. they don't learn how other kids learn. Like, yeah. and these teachers were equipped with dealing with these mm. children these who needed mm. extra support. Absolutely. And I think, honestly, that's where the educational system is lacking. It's not you guys failing as a parent. It's the it's, education, it's education system, system. failing you, you. The amount of children that are coming out. No, it doesn't. Well, but it the doesn't amount of children that are coming out um, with the inability to be able to read and write is actually appalling. And so I honestly think our education system actually needs a shake-up. You, you can't turn around and tell me, oh, let's let's test all our children with NAPLAN. I'm sorry. Uh, NAPLAN is bullshit. Like a lot of schools, if your child is not up to the grade, they 
strongly encourage them to stay home. I know that because I had a child where they're like, oh, it's okay if he doesn't attend that land. Me as a parent understands the, stre- the stress and the pressure that NAPLAN actually has on children and I was like, I'm not going to allow him to be sub- yeah. subject to that or any any of them that, you know, if they do have some learning difficulties, I'm not subjecting them to that. So What if- do you mean? You made me do NAPLAN. You know what I did? I just colored in random fucking bubbles. Yeah. And- I was like, this isn't important. It was multiple choice. But besides multiple the choice. English that was written, I would just write some off. But <laughs> saying that, like it's diff it, it was different. You know, and I had a child that did have some learning difficulties and then I had um and then I did have um some children that, you know, that they coped well within the um the, the school system. <laughs> Is that you? Yeah. Yeah. So, and and I think like all all children are different. They are. They all, everybody learns differently. And unfortunately, and that's something that like going yeah. through high school, a lot of teachers are like, they are. I find it really difficult. Like they were honest with us. They were like, I find it really difficult to find a teaching plan that caters to everybody mm. because it is because not everybody um, learns the same way. And the teaching, the catering plans that they are given are according to the school like the diocese and everything like that. They So they don't choose those plans because of what they believe will work Quite with their students. Them. They choose it because it's what is mm-hmm. told and uh, required of them to do. And this is probably half the reasons why some of the um, schools mm. and everything where the teachers go on strike because of this bullshit. They understand that kids don't learn the same way. Like every kid is different. Every kid, you could have one that could climb a tree and one who can't because they're in a wheelchair like you can't no, teach the same thing not. to every child and it's it's, it's the hardest thing about your children being in school <laughs> so yeah no, Ruby. so <laughs> on a lighter night here we go for the joke of the day or yeah. joke of the week what's the joke of the week okay when two vegans get in an argument is it still called a beep <laughs> <laughs> I've heard that so many times and I would literally be the person <laughs> next to those vegans eating a nice big juicy steak. I'll give them the beef to have no, a fight so over. so lame, but I love it. <laughs> yeah, it is. So with that being said, thank you for tuning in to Chats Over Wine. We really appreciate you listening and providing us with feedback. Please follow us on our socials at Chats Over Wine on Instagram. Send us an email at Chats Over Wine one at gmail.com we are looking forward to your questions and thoughts if you would like more information on this episode please look at the show notes and don't forget to like comment and subscribe until next time we're going to love you and leave you mel cat and bell ciao ciao ciao